At the end of each year, every website comes out with year-end lists. Best movies, best albums, best moments. With this being the end of the decade, you're guaranteed to see even more of those lists, and we decided to take advantage of that. This week on the Going Off Topic podcast, the NBA Decade Draft. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Here at the Going Off Topic podcast, we love books and reading, and Audible is top of the game. Just go to audibletrial.com slash goingofftopic to get your trial and free book on us today. That's audibletrial.com slash goingofftopic. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast, part of the Anything But Credible Network. I'm your host, Kyle Fauché. Joining me in the studio, an NBA aficionado, Dukes from the Anything But Credible podcast. What's going on, man? How you doing? Foshi, what's happening, man? I'm doing good. Um, aficionado might be a stretch, <laughs> but over-consumer? Mm. Yes, I would agree with that. What's going on with you, man? How are you doing? I'm doing well. It's, it's good to be back. We are officially in the winter season, I think. The winter weather is here, but the holidays are right around the corner, so I'm a big... Uh, I celebrate Christmas. I'm a big Christmas person. Got the house all decorated get in the tree this weekend. So I'm fully ready for the Christmas season. Yeah, which means that we're also um, not quite, but close to midway through the NBA season. Yeah. Yeah. Right around the corner. That's a good point. And uh, that is a good uh, segue into our topic today. Uh, Like I said at the opener, everyone loves making year-end lists. You can find them on websites. You can find them on Facebook. Everything uh, and every anything and everything is up for a list. And before we get to our topic, are you are you a fan of these lists? Do you do you consume many of these lists, or you just kind of go through your day and not worry about them? What do you, what do you do? I don't go out of my way to look sure. for them, but sure, if I cross paths or somebody says, "Hey, check this out," yeah, I always get a good kick. There's always, no matter what list you make, though, there's always happy people and not happy people, right? So even if it's something that you don't think is a real thing, somebody will look at it and like very rarely are you going to get a hundred percent agreement. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. So to, I, I kind of stay out of that just because I know that it's always going to be not 100%, like I was saying, but at the same time, I, I'm not against like lo- doing them. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily list them out myself. Myself, I'm sorry. But yeah, I mean, a, 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 an interesting list is always good. The really funny thing for me is when, I guess you could call them like the legit or credible sources do it, like mm-hmm. ESPN or yeah. the NBA network or whoever, when they list out the top 100 players. That's when things get really interesting because you're expecting these people to be the professional critiquers, I guess. Yeah. And so when you when 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 the majority of the internet doesn't agree with those critiquers, that's I, I do get a kick out of that stuff. Like, what who was it they just put out? Not to I mean, like a month ago, with top 100 players. Somebody was it your boy Wiggins? It was. Yeah, yeah. Boy Wiggins yeah. got really upset. He wasn't in that, right? Yeah. Before the season started, I was I was wondering if you're going to bring it up before the NBA season started. Uh, they always do like top 100 players coming into the year or whatever. And, and Wiggins was not in the top 100. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. verbally uh, said his displeasure. And, you know, to, to give his credit so far, he's been a top 100 player. You got to say. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Before we get uh, way too far into a Timberwolves deep dive that no one is interested. Uh, so we wanted to get into the list game, but we had to put the going off topic spin on it. And with this being end of year and amazingly enough, the end of the decade. Wow. What what is this decade called? The aughts? Is that, is that what, what people they call, call it? I don't know. The aughts or the uh, the tens? I guess. Uh, Why aughts? I don't know. I I, I, don't I think I've it. just heard that before. I don't know if it's like what you call 
tens. I'm not sure I understand. Like a tens that's plural is aughts? I'm not oh, sure. really? But I don't know. I, I'm just completely guessing here. Okay. Uh, but you're going to see a lot of these lists. And we decided to look back at the last decade of NBA draft. So from 2010 to this previous, this last year, and pick our, I guess you could say favorite players, best players. What, what angle to make a team? What angle did you take? Like, are you looking at your, I know you, you're just going to look at it right now and go mm, from there. Yeah. Are you looking at players that you like the most? players that are the best from that draft or kind of like a combo? Well, so that's a good thing that I'm, uh, that you asked that because my first instinct is like, well, I want to pick the players that are good today. Yeah. But also, we could also do something. I don't know. This is up to you. But looking at even the first one here in 2010, I could tell you who I who turned out to be really amazing, but that is not who I would have picked. Yeah. So at the time coming out, it would have been a totally different selection. So I don't know. Sure. How, how do you want to go about it? Did you go about it with who is present day, the like who you would want as far as yeah. the developed game today? Yeah, I did okay. current day. All right. Um, Let's do but, that and we can just explain. Yeah, we can definitely that, show that's yeah. not who we would. Yeah, because a lot of these guys, I think a lot, I mean, a lot of them are guys that are, when we get into it, are going to be like, oh yeah, that guy went, you know, 12th. Yeah. Or, yeah. So we're just looking at the lottery because if we did a full... 30 first round or whatever, we'd be here for six hours and we don't have the time for that. And yeah. I know people out there are definitely not going to listen yeah. to a six hour podcast. So we're going to do like a lottery slash top 10 uh, selection. And then at the end, we'll, we'll review our teams. But this is the all NBA decade draft. Um, and just a question before we, uh, but when we get to the end of it, a question I want to come back to is, are there any all time greats on this list that we could see when we're t- tw- 20, 30 years down the road that we're looking back and be like, man, that guy was one of the best players, top 25 all-time players of all time. Oh, I think there might be. I know, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think so. We'll so, just have to go through them kind of quickly, but I think so. Yeah, so before, uh, when we, well, we're going to jump into it, 2010, which one of the most interesting things was to write, I literally wrote down every lottery pick from 2010 till last year, and it was so damn interesting to see who went in the lottery because there's so many interesting players, some really good players, and some guys that you're like, man, I think that guy lasted like a year in the league and then he was gone. Yeah, it is very interesting, especially from, you know, depending on how, I don't want to say how, how deep your fandom is, but there is a major difference between being an NBA fan and a college basketball fan. Somebody like myself, who at this time, 2010, I was very deeply integrated with basketball, just college basketball and NBA. But as I grew older, I realized that back then and now, I was basically just watching college basketball for the prospects for the NBA. Sure. And so now I don't really watch much college basketball, but I try to follow it simply for the prospects. Looking at these lists, the first thing that jumps out to me is so many amazing college players that at the time yeah. I was hyped for. Yeah. And some of, the, some of them have worked out, have, yeah. some of them have not worked yeah. out. Very interesting. Okay, so start with 2010. Like I said, we're just going to run through the names quickly and then we'll, we'll pick our squad. Uh, John Wall, first overall. Evan Turner, Derek Favors, Wesley Johnson, DeMarcus Cousins, Ekbe Udo, Greg Monroe, Alfarika Muno, Gordon Hayward, Paul George, Cole Aldritz, Xavier Henry, Ed Davis, and somehow this guy was drafted in 2010. I would have thought he was drafted in 2000. Patrick Patterson. because he I looks like, 40. He looks 40. Yeah, he feels like he's 40. been in the league forever. Yeah. So, man, that's an interesting It's an interesting draft. It's so crazy to think that John Wall has been in the league for 10 years already. Yeah, and what's, so I, a lot of things come to mind for me. Number one, at the time, Evan Turner, Player of the Year, of the nation, yeah, dominated. I would, I mean, I would have, I would have. I don't care what anybody says. I would have picked him straight up. At the time, I was, I was psychotic about Evan Turner. I thought he was amazing, and it turned <laughs> out that he just, 
Just a role player just now. The, well, the, yeah, the, the game just his game just didn't translate. Yeah, uh, that's what's crazy about the NBA. Second thing, you just went through the top fourteen, but super interesting is right outside of that number fifteen. My God, did I love Larry Sanders at fifteen? <laughs> yeah, that guy was a beast for the he was a freak for the second that he played in the NBA. Yeah, then he realized. By the way, everyone out there, please, 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 if you care anything about basketball. Look up a bio story on Larry Sanders. This guy is fascinating. His story is amazing. He just was like, yeah, I don't really care about yeah. this one. He was a freak athlete. Yeah. He was really going to be really good. Just decided, yeah, I don't care. That's the one thing that stood out to me right away. Third thing, you said it. Xavier Henry, <laughs> yeah. the lefty. Back-to-back KU guys right there. Wow. With Cole that, Aldrich and then Xavier. He was, that, what happened to him? He was, he was solid. Yeah, good shooter. And then, yeah, yeah I just didn't make it. I feel like it's a, it's a lot of guys that we're going to probably hit on here. Is that I just can't believe Aminu still... Still playing, paid, like, still a lot of money, yeah. solid role player. Uh, Ed Davis, he was around for a while. He was yeah. really good in college. Yeah. Greg what? Monroe, he, he kind of just like, he was really good for a while in the NBA. I mean, and he's then floating around. He's gone. Same, same with Wesley Johnson. You know, he, yeah. he was floating guy. around. And then the next thing you know, he's he's the guy that James Harden just absolutely destroyed last year yeah, and made one of the most iconic <laughs> basketball clips of all time. So Okay, so... I mean, if John Wall would have continued on the on the projection that he was going, he was clearly the, the one of the number one guys in this pit in this like all decade draft. But injuries have killed him. His contract, every, it's bad. Ugh. So my number one guy, who I'm sure I'm assuming we're probably gonna take the same guy. Yeah, I have a one and then a two. So if we take the same guy, I'll, I'll switch to my second guy. Is Paul George? Yeah, I mean, I mean it has clearly. to be. It has to be now. Yes, it's clearly my other guy is Gordon Hayward. Okay, who went one pick before Paul George, which isn't great now. But Gordon Hayward was really good in college, got better every year, has been really good in the NBA, and unfortunately, last year when he destroyed his leg was one of the most gruesome injuries I've ever seen. Uh, but he was really good, and he got all that money from Boston, went there, and then got hurt the first play. He was really good to start this year, broke his hand. Now he's back. He's starting to play again. So, I, I, obviously, it's Paul George for the pick. I mean, there's no question about it. He's one of the most versatile players in the league, top 10 probably in the NBA for sure. Uh, but I don't think Gordon Hayward is, is a slouch by any means. No, 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 definitely not. And I and I have already said this, but I, I at the time I would have picked um, Evan Turner for yeah. me personally, right, yeah. right off the bat. I just thought that you know at that time it wasn't. There was definitely the trend of, of point guards running the NBA. Like, oh, oh yeah, that wasn't crazy, but it wasn't anything like what it is now. Yeah. And so I thought at that time I thought Evan Turner you could probably play a one or two, and he would just be a big guy who could dominate. But yeah, I was I was pretty pretty far off on that one. All right, so moving to 2011, uh, we have Kyrie, Derek Williams, Inez Cantor, Tristan Thompson, Jonas Valanciunas, Jan Vesely, Bismack Piambo, Brandon Knight, Kemba Walker, Jimmer Fredette, Clay Thompson, Alec Burks, and the Morris Twins went 13-14, and the 15th pick, who was not eligible for our draft, was Kawhi Leonard. He was taken 15th at this year. Wow. So I forgot about that. Out of San Diego State. So he is not eligible for the draft. This one, I mean, there there are some bad drafts. It, it's, it might be either Whoa. this one or the next one that are like one of the worst of the of the decade. But I mean, you think of Derek Williams didn't make it. Jan Vesley didn't make it. Bismack Biombo got a huge contract. Is still playing, but it's not great. Brandon Knight didn't make it. Oh, this is Jimmer this didn't make it. Is Alec so... Burks didn't make it. Oh no. Well, <laughs> He's, he's, he's still plays. He's, yeah, he's, he's still he's plays. On, yeah. But he's on like, I think he's on the Warriors now. So he plays because all their guys are hurt. Yeah, and he puts yeah. up big numbers. But that guy, as, the, a, as a lottery pick, hasn't made it. The Morris Twins, they, they've been they're average. Playing. They're, they're yeah, role players. They're playing. So that's, I mean, there's like seven guys out of there that are just not in the league or have been terrible. 
Wow, this is a what a wild draft. Yeah, because here's the thing. Um, at the time, Kyrie was Play, what did he play seven games? Seven games. Yeah, <laughs> and at that time also. This was not a time where right now we are used to all of these amazing high school players and their mixtapes and yeah. their and their they're being televised games and everything's on Instagram and hoops of highlights and all these different accounts. You can see these 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 high school players and everything they do. This was not the time. So at the time, I didn't really see much of yeah. Kyrie. I just was like, okay, people say he's good, but is he that good? Because I remember the time it was clear, it, cut, clear dry. It's Kyrie number one, no doubt yeah. about it. That's very interesting. Um, number two. Uh, Darren Williams, Derek Williams, Derek Williams from Arizona. That is hilarious, dude. He was so good at Arizona. He, I think it was his freshman year. He was so good. That is the same thing and as then, Evan Turner. Uh, it just was like that guy was awesome, and it was just such a bummer, translate. dude. Yeah, yeah. He got translate. he got drafted and just couldn't take it. That's exactly. If you weren't gonna hit on, I was gonna say because Derek Williams was so good. He was clearly the number two behind Kyrie, uh, but the rest of these guys. I mean, Cantor didn't play in college. I think he sat out the whole year at Kentucky. I'm almost yeah, no, positive. No, he didn't play. Yeah, yeah. Tristan Thompson was really good with Kentucky. Jonas Valanciunas, I don't think, played in college. He was no. overseas. Yeah. Jan Vesely was overseas. Biombo, I think, was overseas. Maybe. I don't know if he played in college mm-hmm. or not. Uh, Brandon, Brandon Knight yeah. was good in college. But, okay. man, this is a... Kemba, of course. Jimmer, though. Was Jimmer, Jimmer though. Oh, yeah, Jimmer. Well, that's what I was getting to. Jimmer ran so, the entire country. Yeah, Jimmer was a beast. But even, like, then it was kind of like, is his game going to translate to the NBA? No, yeah, sure. But, so, you, but you at least thought that he could be a spot-up shooter. Yeah, though. and he he just didn't make it. Many went over to China. It's yeah, like, God. Honestly, it was kind of crazy. This is why I love the game of basketball because this guy just dominated. But I think he just couldn't handle... I think he couldn't handle not having the ball. Yeah. I think he had to have the ball. and just. I think it just it kind of screwed his game up a little bit, yeah. honestly. And I, I think clearly we have... Well, we probably have the same number one guy for picking now. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. I, I definitely go back and... Uh, yeah. It, it, yeah. it, I think it comes down to okay. We I, we might have a different number two guy. Let's, Clay let's is number one. Okay. I have for my number two is Kemba. Yeah, Kemba's two. Okay. Mm. I was wondering if you were gonna go Kyrie, but I don't want to. If I'm picking a team, I don't want to deal with Kyrie's. We'll see. The that's the thing. Shit. If we're talking about right now, yeah, then yes. Like right now, as we sit here and in, in the end of 2019, um, yeah, Kyrie's had a suspect last yeah, e- two years. Sure. Yeah, but you didn't know anything about that until but he here's got the his thing. Ba- looking back though, at the at the time, I gotta be honest with you. I just didn't believe Clay Thompson was the oh, shooter that Yeah, was. I don't think anybody I had no did. idea. I would have picked, in my personal opinion, at the time, I was a huge UConn fan. Yep. I was not a Duke fan. I would have picked Kemba, no doubt. If it was Dugan's pick first, it would have been number one, especially after what he did in that Big East tournament, yeah. leading all the way in. I don't know how far they ended up going in the tournament, but they went really far, right? Like Final Four, Elite Eight, maybe? Yeah. I, like that? But everyone yeah. knows his iconic. He had an iconic Big East tournament that he just demolished. Yeah, I mean, I mean just played out of his mind. And so for me, sure, Clay. Now I'd like to have him on my yeah. squad. But damn, dude, Kemba, I would, I'd pick Kemba any day of the week. Yeah, and that's what I'm a, I'm a huge Syracuse fan. So those old Big East days, UConn Syracuse games were amazing. You know, they had the six overtime game. I'm pretty sure that was Kemba was there. Oh man, yeah, that's Kemba was so good at UConn, and it was so fun to watch. Uh. But yeah, I think it's Clay and Kemba, and then Kyrie probably, and then I guess Tristan Thompson. Uh, That's just kind of crazy know. to think that you, <laughs> you know you wouldn't expect even even with how crazy Kyrie is, most people probably would pick him one just for the ability. Yeah, yeah, just for the handle and the ability. Yeah, yeah. because I mean, he's definitely he really, he's shown it. Yeah, man, that, wow, what a that 2011. That's crazy. So, so I think 2011, 2012 might be our 
from one through 14 might be the worst picks that we have. So 2012 is Anthony Davis, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, Brad Beal, Dion Waiters, Thomas Robinson, uh, Damian Lillard, Harrison Barnes, Terrence Ross, Andre Drummond, Austin Rivers, Myers Leonard, Jeremy Lamb, Kendall Marshall, and John Henson. Whew. That's a, uh, an interesting group. Uh, so clearly our, our pick is Anthony Davis. And then Beal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about it, for so, sure. But just look at those other names that are in there. Deion Waiters, like again, I'm a Syracuse guy. He went number four overall and just was not ready to go in the NBA. Should have stayed in college longer. Thomas Robinson, a KU guy. I thought he was going to be such a beast. He was a monster yeah, at he KU. Yeah, so big. But he was just, just a big double, dude. double machine. I guess Dame. I mean, I, I, I forgot I even had Dame written down. But yeah, Dame, I mean, he was good in college, but he has definitely become a really great NBA player. Do you pick Beal over Dame at current day right now? Yeah, I think so. I think I would take Beal over Dame. For me. I think it's it's a tough choice, but may, and maybe that's just because the St. Louis. Uh, yeah, I go we go hometown. Right? Yeah, the hometown for sure, dude. Yeah, but I think Dame is up there. Harrison Barnes has had a solid career. Drummond's been good. I mean, he's just a big guy. He hasn't yeah. really translated to the NBA yeah. like today's game, I, but he's still good. I still this to this day just remember saying, and I, I will never pull back. I just I don't care what anybody says. I remember just being like, what Deion Waiters, really? Yeah, I, I know that's your point. <laughs> it boy, went so high, but. Are you serious? Number four, Dion. Well, that's what I don't I remember. When, eight, Terrence Ross. Really, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And, right. and then you have Austin Rivers, Meyer. Like the last five in this draft might be. You have Austin Rivers, Myers Leonard, Jeremy Lamb, Kendall Marshall, and John Henson. Yeah, in college, I thought, I really liked Jeremy Lamb's game. I really did. He's, and he's gotten better, but it's just I like I was like, oh man, that's a good pick man. for twelve. But yeah, he just it's geez. just I don't know what he's gotten better every year, but he just hasn't put it all together. I used to love. I, I used to be like a big UNC fan, so Kendall Marshall used to be. Uh, I thought he would at least translate to the NBA and be yeah. like a solid serviceable point guard, but he didn't stay at all. Solid lefty, but just didn't make it. Uh, 2013, arguably the worst number one overall pick here. Uh, Anthony Bennett. Follow- <laughs> oh my <laughs> Anthony God. Bennett followed by Victor Oladipo, Otto <laughs> Porter, Cody Zeller, Alex Len, Nerlens Noel, Ben McLemore, Catavius Caldwell-Pope, Trey Burke, C.J. McCollum, Michael Carter-Williams, Stephen Adams, Kelly Olenek, Shabazz Napier, and the 15th pick in this draft is the defending MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Right outside. Went right outside of the lottery. <laughs> okay, I take it back. 11 and 12 are not as bad as 13. Okay, so you have Anthony Bennett, uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Trey Burke, Michael Carter-Williams, Shabazz Napier, or no, Shabazz Muhammad, excuse me. Yeah, not, not, not Napier. Napier. Shabazz Muhammad. That I knew it immediately. Oh, God, it's brutal. Michael Carter, you know who won? I just told you, but who won Rookie of the Year this year? Was Michael Carter Williams. That is so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. That, the league was just trash. That, year. God, it's so that bad. is a trash year of, Man, of NBA. 2013 was garbage. <laughs> it's, it's just, as I said, this is like the most. Interesting part of looking back. Just this like, draft, God, it was bad. This draft like, is bad. I don't. Th- it didn't get any better. Yeah, like Giannis, uh, obviously, but after that, it's not like any other steals came out of that draft. I mean, who was the next best player after Giannis? You haven't pulled up. Who was the next best guy that came out of this draft? What do you What do you mean? Like after him? Like after yeah, after the fifteenth pick? Was there anybody else that's memorable? Oh, that's good. I, no, I mean, I'm just. Go- I mean, I'm just going through twenty. No, I I don't see anybody. Yeah. I mean, let's see. After Giannis was Lucas. Naguino, uh, Schroeder, oh. Shane Larkin, Tony Snell, Gorgie Ding, oh Tim Hardaway Jr., 
Rudy, Rudy Gobert at 37 or 27. Oh, yeah. That's a good pick. Yeah. Nugs completely botched that. And that's about it. No, that's it. No. Brutal. I mean, absolutely brutal. So, my number one guy is CJ McCollum out of the lottery from this year. I respect that. Who is, do you have the same guy or are you going different? No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm going with, um, I got to tell you, and this is probably who I would have picked at the time too is, is Oladipo. Okay. I, I actually, I hate Indiana at, for, for basketball. Okay. I think they play the, the most boring, lamest basketball that I can think of, but I remember saying like, this guy's, oh, yeah. guy's going to be special. He was so, yeah. Um, he and was he wasn't excited. special. We know, we know that he wasn't at first, but I didn't know he would develop to yeah. who he was last year before he got hurt, but still, I think he would be my pick. At the time, though, I remember saying, damn, this dude, New Orleans Noel, could, if he if he could get some kind of mid-range jumper, he could God, be really I know, good. yeah. I think we were all saying that same thing. Did. Yeah, he just, that's the thing with all these big guys, like Cody Zeller, Alex Len, New Orleans Noel, Steven Adams, like the, none of them have a jump shot. And it just hasn't translated to the, today's league. No, and I remember, I, I will always remember this. I don't remember exactly where it was, but I remember being down in college in this draft and laughing out loud at the bar I was at when, when Anthony Bennett got, got drafted number one. I honestly <laughs> thought it was a joke. I, I, I could not believe it. I also was surprised because I didn't pay much attention to it, but I just didn't understand the Steven Adams pick. I was like, I don't get that, but God damn, do I love Steven you Adams. Love, He's one yeah, of my favorite saying, guys ever. One of your favorite players. And... Do just do us all a favor, and and if you're out there listening, do a quick Google search of Stephen Adams when he was drafted to what he is now. Yeah, like, I, just I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, great, just a a great player. Fun, he's fun to watch too. Like he just looks like a big badass dude, but he just it's just when he's on the court, it's like God, that guy. You just you can't you can't you can't no. You can just if, love him. And if you ever go on YouTube and you get any kind of like game of him mic'd up, he's the nicest guy. Oh yeah, he seriously doesn't talk any shit. He even to the refs, he doesn't like. He barely cuss. I mean, I guess he cusses, but. You know, he's just, he's just himself. I, I love that guy yeah. so much. Like seven foot, tribal tattoos, long hair. Just looks like a badass dude. But I, a, I would just love to like hang out with him for an hour. Oh yeah, he's got to be a great time. Like you go to the airport, you go to the bar, you're waiting for your flight and Steven Adams yeah. there. That's a great way to kill time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's just a cool guy. I'm pretty sure. All right, so moving on to the 2014 draft. It seems like, and maybe it's just because time, but it seems like as the years go on, the drafts just get better and better. And maybe it's just because recency bias. Ta- I mean, it's just the but talent. I think, it's just, I think it's talent. I really do. Yeah. I think I just think the drafts are better. So this year we start to get uh, yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, this is loaded. So you have Andrew Wiggins, Jabari Parker, Joel Embiid, Aaron Gordon, Dante Exum, Marcus Smart, Julius Randle, Nick Stauskas, Noah Vonley, Alfred Payton, Doug McDermott, Dario Saric, Zach Levine, and TJ Warren in the, in the lottery. Hmm. The Nugs. That's hilarious. Nugs picked Dougie McBuckets, flipped him immediately. <laughs> That's so and, funny. And it's funny because we we like watched him. So he played against Missouri State in the Missouri yeah, Valley. He was in the Missouri Valley, and he we got, saw him, he oh, set every God, record he was in that so conference. Good. And he's been a pretty like a lot better NBA player than I thought he would be. Yeah, me too. Well, I actually he's one of the few guys that I just thought this guy could actually do some work in the NBA. I really, you know, you don't say that very often about MB, NBC guys. Yeah, but no. I mean, no. yeah. I mean, he's been sir. He's been a solid role player. If you need a good big shot, he's uh he's with the Pacers now. I was watching. I who they were playing a couple days ago, but I mean, he it was he was playing and they were just he was roll like curling off screens and he was just knocking down shots and it was it was like man, he just looks like the old the old McDermott. But yeah, he's definitely. I didn't think he'd be much, so I, he's been better than I thought. But I, I could definitely see you know if, when you saw him, you're like man, that guy could really be somebody, and he just hasn't trained. Well, that's funny that you said because I remember this is a draft that I always remember because I got excited for McBuckets. I was like, well, let's go, yeah, and they flipped the him for uh, number. Do you know who they, remember who they flipped him for? 
who the Nuggets flipped him yeah, for? Yeah, you'll you'll get a kick out of this. They they traded him back traded back for a, lo- a later pick, right? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Number nineteen, Gary Harris. Mm, I do hilarious. love Gary Harris. So I, I will say this. State. Here's I want to hear your thoughts on this. Would you say that this is the most, like the best average player dr- lottery draft that we've had? I mean, this is some solid, just mediocre players. Oh yeah, like. like no, like no superstars. No, I mean this is a good draft, but it's a, just a good amount of like really average and good players. Not yeah, great, and that's the thing when this. I remember Joel, I like when this draft was happening, everybody was Wiggins, Jabari, Embiid, those, and even Aaron Gordon too. He was so good at Arizona. Those four guys are gonna like transform the NBA. They're yeah. gonna be like four of the greatest players like in the league right now. And for Wiggins, Jabari, I mean Jabari had the the knees, the trouble with the knees. Yeah, he but, got hurt. Wiggins right. and Aaron Gordon, it just hasn't happened. Like, well, and I guess it's not fair to like, Joel Embiid is for sure. A superstar, yeah, Embiid's for so sure a superstar. That's not fair. But. So that's but the other, I mean, three out of the four, just it just hasn't happened. But it's also crazy because I think I texted you this stat a couple days ago that so Andrew Wiggins drafted in fourteen, obviously went to Kansas for a year and then got drafted. Devontae Graham went to Kansas for four years, got drafted. Devontae, I think it was Devontae Graham is a day older than Andrew Wiggins is. And Wiggins has been in the league six years. Devontae's been in the league two years. <laughs> and they're both the same age. I remember. It's so crazy. I know it's so you remember interesting. the hype that we came with. Oh, yeah. Was I was amazing. so excited when the when the Timberwolves traded oh, yeah. Kevin Love for Andrew Wiggins because I was like, this is the guy we need. This is going to like turn us around. And, you know, I, I will say it's been disappointing, but I have never fully given up on Wiggins. I've always had a, a, little, a little piece of Wiggins Island. And hopefully this year he's starting to turn it around and get it together. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so I think the num- the the pick is obvious for both of us. The number one guy is Embiid. Yeah, it has to be. But I'm interested to hear your number two guy because I think we are going probably to differ on this. My number two for current day would be. Um, I mean, <sighs> current day is tough. I'm, I'm definitely not picking Wiggins. I don't. I don't care. What oh yeah, 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 out yeah. There, but no, I didn't either. I I actually really. See, this is tough for me because I still think Jabari Parker is is really good. Yeah, he's he said and I don't been really good in Atlanta. I think this year. his situation is a little bit different, but um, I this is kind of random for me because I, I do like Aaron Gordon, but I feel like I really I would probably I like Marcus Smart. Let's go back. I, I, I don't I don't I, I you know me I always like the the defensive yeah, minded yeah. guys. He he's never been afraid to he's bust his ass. Yeah, yeah he's a dog. I, I really like that, and he was like that in Oklahoma. It was just mm-hmm. different because or Oklahoma State. It's just he was their like point guard, which yeah. is crazy. He just handled the ball for them. Yeah, but he was feisty, man. I like that. Yeah, so, I, I think, I, I think that's, that, that might rough some edges. I don't know, but I, I I like that Marcus Smart pick. Yeah, I'll I'll never forget when Marcus Smart. I think he like flipped off a, a fan at, at Oklahoma State or yeah, something. He got into a fight. He got into a fight or something. Yeah, somebody yeah. yeah somebody called him an, an expletive, and yeah, he went he went to the stands. What about you? So my number two guy, I, I so the, I think one of the guys that I was super excited about in this draft before it happened was Dante Exum. I remember like hearing about this Me guy and just thing. going and like watching YouTube videos yeah. and be like, holy shit, this guy's incredible. Like yeah. he couldn't shoot, but his, oh God, he was like, he was so athletic and just dunked from anywhere. Uh, my, I do love Aaron Gordon now that I'm looking at it, but I picked Zach Levine. I knew you would. I, yeah. yeah <laughs> I love I Zach. Uh, and when Timberwolves got him, I was excited and then we got rid of him. Uh, and he's been, you know, he's not a great player. He, he just shoots a ton and scores yeah. a lot. And is, uh, I, I, but I, I did not remember. So I have two questions. Or not a que- one question and one statement. I did not remember that Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine were in the same draft class and then they gave us one of the greatest dunk contests. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that years. either. Yeah. I had no idea. So d- before this draft, were you... It, w- it was very split. Were you a Wiggins guy or a Jabari guy? 
At the time, I was a Jabari guy. Okay. Yeah, I really liked how Jabari played. Yeah. It was, I know before this draft, it was very split, and I hated Duke. I just, my yeah. dad hated Duke, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was the same way. Yeah. And I hated KU because my mom went to Mizzou. So I was like, I didn't really, I think I was more of a Jabari guy. Yeah. But well, I like Wiggins now. Well, what's funny, we're paying him. $30 million, well, yeah. so I have to like him. What's funny to me, I actually thought, I'm like, man, there's some solid steals in here. I actually thought at the time, I remember thinking Julius Randle's going to be a beast. I was like, all this guy has yeah. to do is get a jumper, and he's in. The, but the really funny thing, looking at this is really funny, because I remember thinking this, oh man, I thought this so much, it was so funny, but right outside of this, number 15 is Adrian Payne from UConn, who I mm. thought... No, Michigan State. Oh, Michigan State, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, that's right. I thought he would, I was like, dude, this guy... He was good. He could, Yeah, he could do... Shoot. Defense, big yeah. body. I was like, just put some muscle on, get that NBA skills in there. Yeah. The guy could play. Just never nothing. worked out. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. So that was fifth. That was uh, 2014. So you went to 2015. Maybe uh, one of the, I mean, just really top heavy players. So 2015, number one pick, Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, Jaleel Okafer, Kristaps Porzingis, Mario Hazonia, wow. Willie Cauley Stein, Emmanuel Moutier, Stanley Johnson, Frank Kaminsky. Justice Winslow, Miles Turner, Trey Lyles, Devin Booker, and then Cameron Payne to round out the top 14. So you have mm. some of the top, probably 25 to 30 NBA players right now with Cat, Russell, uh, Devin Booker. So those three are probably top 30 guys in the NBA, right? This is so funny. This is so funny. But yeah, then yeah, you yeah, also yeah. have like Mario Hazonia. Mm. Not sure why he went that high. Uh, Stanley Johnson was a complete bust. Kaminsky just hasn't made it. Justice Winslow's gotten better since they made him like point guard. He's, I knew he's that been was good. over. I knew that was a too high a pick already, man. Your boy Trey Lyles. Do you have any words for Trey Lyles? <laughs> I got nothing for <laughs> <And then> Trey. <laughs> Cameron Payne, Emmanuel Moutier. Uh, yeah, just like I said, really top heavy. But after that, I mean, Kristaps is really good too. Yeah, he's a stud. He's really good, but yeah. he's coming back from you know injury and everything. But yeah, really top heavy with those three. And then after that, you have guys that. Yikes. I mean, Willie Cauley Stein, I mean, I like because he's a defensive anchor down there. Down low, he's pretty solid, but he literally does nothing else. Mm-hmm. B- loves blocking shots, but has no offensive game. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. My thoughts on this overall is just one, I was never, I'm still not, I'm never really just a huge Okafor hype person. Mm. Uh, the other thing is Devin Burker, I knew he was good because he was good on Kentucky, but had no idea how his game could relate because. They just didn't run stuff for him. He, he, he yeah. He like literally didn't. He play. was he was like the fifth option on yeah. that team, which is crazy to think about. And that's yeah, the thing with he's a stud. And that's the thing with Towns is that he literally never shot threes at Kentucky. And yeah. then now he's one of the uh, right now. I mean, he's only been in the league for five years, but he's one of currently right now. He's one of the greatest big men three point shooters of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I thought I was very surprised with Kaminsky going high. Yeah, that high. And then he was the, really good at Wisconsin, though. Yeah, he was good. I just I don't know, I was like, I don't know if his game can, can relate. Translate, and, and, yeah. and translate, and he he's playing well now for the Suns. Yeah. But uh, the other thing is just I was so excited for the Nugs, the homer pick for Manuel Mudiay because he was just what you were saying last round uh, with uh, Dante Exum, mm. who yeah he was a high school Highlight guy real. who didn't go to college and instead went overseas on purpose to avoid the system and went to China, I think, and and yep. balled out and had all these great stats and. YouTube videos, and I was like, let's go. And he actually didn't play too terrible in the NBA. I, I enjoyed watching him, but it was one of those things where at the time, and, th- and this is tough for him too, because he went through some some dumb coach changes. Yeah. Like he was there for the Brian Shaw year, which, you know, <laughs> RIP to that. But he just didn't 
it was almost like we were we were trying to give him the keys and uh, the yeah. car just wasn't running right. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's what we, I mean. We're obviously not, we're not going to talk about every you know, coaching change or whatever, but it definitely matters where you get drafted, what team you end up on, scheme, coach. That's probably why. I mean, some of these guys we're talking about are some of the best college players at the at the yeah. time, and then they get drafted to a situation that just doesn't work. Like Stanley Johnson was really good yes. in Arizona. Yeah. Then he got drafted to where do you go? Was he? Did he get drafted to Detroit? I just had it up. He was with Detroit. And I can't remember if he if he that's where he got drafted. But I think he got or Toronto maybe. This I can't looks remember. Like, Philly. Was he Philly? Okay. Maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's what it says. But uh, yeah, he just got drafted on like shitty teams and just bad teams. And it's just, yeah. you know, sometimes it just doesn't work out. So that's what's always interesting. But clearly, my my pick is Carl Anthony Towns. You know, I'm picking him. Are you going? I don't think you're going, you're going Cat. Are you going Russell or are you going Devin Booker? Or are you going Cat? You surprise me. No, no, I, I don't. No, I'm not going cat. Yeah, I, I would go for right now. I I would go Devin Booker. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You don't like winning. No, I just don't. You don't like top ten players. I watched the game last night, and he was <laughs> as much as I would yell at Jeff Teague myself. He was really throwing Teague tamper tantrums out there. I just can't handle that shit. But yeah, <laughs> right. uh, I I'd go book. Seriously, so sure. Booker. Okay, so 2016, uh, we have Ben Simmons, Brandon Ingram, Jalen Brown, Dragon Bender, Chris Dunn, Buddy Heald, Jamal Murray, Marquise Chris. Jakob Pertle, Thon Maker, Demonis Sabonis, Torian Prince, Giorgios Papianis, and Denzel Valentine. Wow. Again, another super top-heavy uh, draft with, with some decent role players mixed in. Uh, you know, you guys have like, pertle has been pretty solid wherever he's been. Another guy that I love from just YouTube videos and uh, was Thon Maker. God, <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah, just watching YouTube yeah. videos and I was like, this guy is a monster. He shoots yeah. threes, dunks on everybody, but he just hasn't done anything. Yeah. Uh, Torian Prince is a, has been a solid role player, plays plays hard all the time. Denzel Valentine was a guy I thought would really make it. Michigan State, he was so good. Player of the year was just like an all-around decent guy, but I think he's had some some coaching problems in Chicago and injuries. Giorgio's Papianis, that was a solid Kings pick. Mm. <laughs> just nothing from that mm. one. I think one of the possible biggest almost I wouldn't I hate using the word bust, but one of the biggest non turnouts on here. Uh your boy Dragon. Dragon Bender. Yeah. Well, dude. Another like wow. YouTube star. Wow. wow. Watch the hype around him was amazing. Yeah, and, people uh, loved him. And uh, Dud, uh, man, I don't he, know. So that's the thing. Crazy. He's been in the league for this is I guess would be his like third or fourth year, and he just flat out doesn't play. I mean, like is he, still, for, is he for, in the league still? I I think he's still on the Suns roster. Wow. But, I mean, with zero minutes. But he just literally doesn't yeah. play. And for a team, I mean, the Suns have been pretty good this year, but if you can't play on a team that won, what, they won, like 17 games last year? Something crazy. If you can't play 20. on a team that won less than 20 games last year, it's time to and go. you were a lottery top five pick, that that's not, that's not good. Go. Yeah, so who are you picking for this draft? Uh, I took Ingram. Interesting. I think he is really damn good. I think... Uh, he's going to continuously get better. I like that he's away from the Lakers now. Um, I like that he is... He kind of has his own team, and I think he's getting better and better. Oh, another guy that I was really bummed about was Chris Dunn. God, I thought he was going to be really good. Yeah, I liked how he him. played. He was just... He's another guy that just... We needed defense, and he came in and yeah. played defense, and he was a four-year guy, but it just didn't work out. Uh, I, I I will never pick Ben Simmons. I hate Ben Simmons. Okay. I think he's absolute garbage. Okay. Um, I just... that. That Sixers team, I thought was going to be really good this year. I bet him a lot to be really good. And I think the biggest problem is that he cannot shoot. 
they have no shooting on that team, I think he's the biggest problem. I agree with you, and I think he's just not doing everything that he can do. But I'll tell you what, my pick would be Ben Simmons right now. I just feel like he... It, I get the Ingram pick, but I just feel like if he actually played how he can play, which is just doing, you know, he just... I think the system think hurts him. Dude, yeah. The, yeah, Brett Brown's just like whatever, but man, just run something to... Run a screen and make somebody switch and just post up their point guard. He's, yeah, he's, he's a monster. Come on, that's crazy. No, uh, uh, no love for Jamal? Well, Jamal... I have a love-hate relationship with Jamal because at the time I was very excited and I still, I love Jamal. Yeah. But I remember telling you how excited I was about that pick because I finally felt like it was one of the few first times the Nugs had a lottery pick that they actually did right by. Now, at the same time, I don't think he's still, he's young, but he still hasn't panned out to quite what I expected. And he just signed a huge max deal. That I don't know. I have a hard time just being like the yes man to that. So I'm kind of back and forth on him. I'll tell you this though, folks. Give me back in the year of 2016 or 15. I'm sorry. Wait, yeah, 16. Who I would have picked, Buddy Heal. No doubt yeah. about it. Coming out of college, I I, I was fat. I thought I was uh, like, okay. this guy is going to tear out of it Oklahoma. Up. Yeah, he was and he's still great. He's still doing well. Yeah. We talked about getting drafted into unfortunate situations. Yeah, I think that's one of them. I love. I still love Buddy. But damn, when college was he jacking it up, yeah. man. Love that. Yeah, he's been he's been and he's he's been good. He's finally got out of New Orleans with the Kings now. He's been pretty good. But yeah, he's he was he's been kind of a bummer since he started, but still really young. So moving on to 2017, we have Markel Fultz, Lonzo Ball, Jason Tatum, Josh Jackson, De'Aaron Fox, Jonathan Isaac, uh Lori Markinen, Frank Nilakina, Dennis Smith Jr., Zach Collins, Malik Monk, Luke Kennard, Donovan Mitchell, and Bam Adebayo. Wow. Arguably, maybe right now the most talented group uh, that we've talked about so far. Full out of the, all the draft classes that we've talked about so far. Man, I yeah. don't know. Well, I, th- I think this is another replicate of, I think, 14. I think this is, without a few a names in here, I think this is a very, currently, is a very average, it's a good team of average players to me. That's fair. Now, yeah, now that I look at them, I, mean, you, you I have, only see three standout names to me that I would drop things for. Tatum, right Mitchell, now. and Fox. Fox, yeah. You don't like Bam? I, I would definitely have Bam on my squad, okay. for sure. Markkanen has completely fallen off a cliff since his rookie year. I don't know what's going on with that guy. Yep, over there. Uh, Nilakina sucks. Josh Jackson isn't even in the league anymore. He's in the G League, yep. which is horrible. Fultz is coming back. He's looking decent. Lonzo, I, I don't know like what's going on with Lonzo. He's just getting back into it. He was hurt. He's only, he's okay. only like six games in. So I literally like, haven't heard anything from him. Dennis Smith Jr. is just a complete ball hog. Refuses to do anything like pass or... He's just awesome he just literally jumping. just... Ju- just yeah, yeah just jacks. jumping. I like Zach Collins a lot. Unfortunately, got hurt. Um, Malik Monk hasn't... I thought he was going to be good. Ha- has not panned out to anything I thought he was going to be. I thought he was really good at Kentucky. Good shooter. Luke Kennard, I, I think, sucks. See, I don't think he's good at all. Maybe I, it's just because he's in Detroit. I think everybody in Detroit yeah, sucks. I actually, like that. That, was, that was one of my things I thought. No way at the time is he going to be a I didn't. Well, yeah, I didn't he's, think he would play at all, he's but he's solid. actually, yeah, he's doing pretty well. Yeah, but yeah. maybe it's just like the the stench of the Pistons. It's like yeah. nobody ever watches the Pistons. And then Jonathan Isaac, he's decent. You know, yeah, okay. He's not. A, he's a all-around, more get, defensive yeah, guy. He'll get better. Uh, we probably have the same number one. Yeah, it has to be. Tatum. Yeah, hands down. Okay. Tatum and, then, about it, and then Mitchell. Uh, so I I I, 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 I it was I, tough. Yeah, to I actually I, I I actually would uh, disagree with you. I I I love De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, I love 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 that guy. That's how I am too. I, and I Donovan. Think, I I mean, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, the, and maybe maybe that's Utah. Just rub it well, off. Or like, I think I'm also salty because this is another pick oh, that the yeah, Nugs had and traded away on draft night that made me mad. Now, for yeah. all of you listening, that is, yes, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell were drafted <laughs> by the Nugs and, dra- and traded same night, directly after the trade. So, uh, no, I'm not... Uh, can't say I'm happy about that. So maybe so maybe I'm biased on that. Don't know. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that that was a that was a rough. I I don't even remember like us talking about it. Like that's a rough. That's a rough move. Um. Uh, yeah. See, for me, maybe it's just because De'Aaron Fox isn't playing this year. But man, I love watching him play in the open court. Like just getting a rebound and he's gone. He just takes off. I I still hate the NBA because they got rid of the uh ninja headband. And God damn, De'Aaron Fox could pull off the ninja headband. Ninja, it looks so yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So. 2000, moving on to 2018, we have DeAndre Ayton, Marvin Bagley, Luka Doncic, Jaron Jackson, Trey Young, Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter, Colin Sexton, Kevin Knox, uh, Michael Bridges, uh, Shea Gildas-Alexander, Miles Bridges, Jerome Robinson, and Michael Porter Jr. Wow. That's a pretty solid group there. That's a solid it's really group. Good. That's maybe a great this, draft cap. Maybe this, this is our best one. This so far. could turn well. Well, it's only it's still really young. The potential in here is amazing. I mean, these guys could turn out to be really, really good. Yeah. A lot of them are hurt right now, but they could be really good. Yeah, unfortunately, like eight and suspended. Bagley's hurt. I mean, dude, this might be the. I'd be interested to look back five, six years from now and say what what this draft ended up turning out to be because this is. Really, really great. Like the and only looking guy, at even going out to thirty first oh, round yeah, thirty. Yeah. I mean, it is a, just a solid lineup of players that are still all playing today. Still playing, yeah. yeah still putting a big man. The only guy that I'm like, I don't, I honestly don't remember is Jerome Robinson. I literally don't remember who that is. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. <laughs> but everybody else in this list is either. I think. Let me think. I think everybody else on this list is starting for their team. Besides Porter, he's coming back from an injury, but. Aiton was starting, Bagley was starting, Dottenchich starting, Jackson starting, Trey, Bamba, Bamba maybe off the bench. Uh, I think he's starting. Carter, Sexton, I know they're starting. Knox might be off the bench now because the Knicks who, signed a bunch of people who aren't idiots. Yeah. Who is number five? Uh, T. Young? Who, who's that? Trey Young. Oh, Trey. Yeah, Trey, yeah, yeah, for sure. Dude. Yeah, this Trey. Is a solid lineup. Yeah, and then Mike, Michael Bridges is just a solid all-around player, Villanova guy. Uh, Gildas Alexander came in the league and has, he's been tearing it up for OKC lately. Uh, Miles Bridges... I know you love Miles Bridges. <laughs> yeah, I do. I really do. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I do. That's what I'm saying. I know you do. Uh, but I think, the num- again, the number one pick is obvious in this group. Yeah. It's Luca. It's Luca. Hands out. This could be the guy that when we look back at this whole decade is the best player from this from this 10 years and arguably like one of the, if he keeps playing the way he's playing and progressing the way he's progressing, which I don't know how he gets any better than he is right now, could be one of the greatest players of all time. Definitely. God. I mean, I love watching him play because he does it's not like it's not like LeBron where he just bowls people over, he's getting where he wants to go, he's doing he's just a massive human being. Like Doncic is still a kid. He still has like he's crafty. Yeah, he's crafty. He has moves, he knows where he wants to go, but he's not just like a human like specimen highlight reel. Yeah. Like with the bowling people over, dunking on people. I mean, he's he's just unbelievably good. And he's putting up I think he's like twenty seven and seven, twenty seven, seven and seven right now. It's ridiculous how good he is. Definitely. And even I mean even like Trey Young, SGH, Bagley, uh, Jaron Jackson, DeAndre Ayton when he gets back. Porter, hopefully he, your boy Malone starts giving Porter some more minutes so we can actually see him play. Yeah, hopefully. But, I mean, all of those guys that we just named are awesome. And I love, I love, I still, maybe it's just because they're young and I like watching them, but I still really like watching them. Yeah, this is a great draft all around. I, the, the thing that 
who I would be most interested like for my number two. My number two pick's actually really tough because Trey is killing it right now. And Marv, I feel I really liked Marvin Bagley. I'm yeah, excited I did him, too. But he's been hurt so much. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. You don't really get and DeAndre Ayton like stud in college for sure. But now, right as we speak, he's suspended on a yeah know, bummer uh, yeah the drugs or whatever. PDs. So that's tough. And you know, at the same time, I got my homer pick for Porter because I I think that uh, MPJ mm-hmm. could be so good. But you like you said, Malone's just an idiot and won't actually play him. <laughs> so that's a tough number two. But man, this draft, this draft, I I kind of you know you don't think about it every day, but. It's like, I'm excited about this. It's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, it'd be cool to look back, like you said, in five, ten years That's and see, like, man, where are these guys? Like, yeah. how many rings does, if they, you know, if they start putting good players around Doncic, how many rings could he just win by himself, basically, like LeBron did? Yeah. Uh, so moving on to our last year, last year, 2019, we have Zion, John Morant, RJ Barrett, DeAndre Hunter, Darius Garland, Jared Culver, Kobe White, Jackson Hayes, Rui Hachimura. Cam Reddish, Cam Johnson, PJ Washington, Tyler Hero, and Romeo Langford. Hmm. It's an interesting group. Uh, Zion obviously hasn't played in the NBA yet, which is a which is a bummer. Um, ja has been really good. It's been he just got hurt, so he's probably, he's like week to week. RJ started off really well, but he's kind of faded lately. Um, I think DeAndre Hunter had like thirty points last night, but other than that, I haven't heard anything from him. I, I've watched a lot of the. Excuse me. I watched a lot of the Hawks play. Yeah. I, I I like how he plays. Okay. Yeah, he, I mean, they got a nice squad, but he's not he's not taking over the team. Yeah. Uh, Darius Garland. I haven't heard anything from. Him. I heard the only thing I've heard about him is that Crickets. he sucked lately. Like yeah, he's Crickets. been really really bad. Yep. Uh, Jared Culver is finally starting to play for the Timberwolves. You finally that, taking Jeff Teague's minutes. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting That's, to see how he goes. Uh, I like the pick. I like the move up. You sure. Know, he just, gave up. Dario Sarge in the twelfth pick to give get him the Brock Jared Culver. Yeah, yeah, he just needs to play. I my, maybe my favorite guy to watch on this. Well, maybe second favorite is Kobe White. I just love watching him play. I loved watching him at UNC. Like he's just a blur. The hair, it's awesome. Uh, Jackson Hayes. Have you watched any of him? Sure. He's just so athletic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the dude's an absolute. Like, there's been some crazy blocks know, that I've watched. Yeah, I know you love him. I just think he, I think he has a long way to. Oh go. yeah, but yeah. Sure, he's he's great. Uh. Rui Hachimura, I don't watch Wizards games. He's playing good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cam Reddish, I have yep. heard, I haven't heard good things. <laughs> oh, man. I watched, This is a, my biggest upset because coming out, this was my sleeper pick. When he got picked late? Yeah. yeah. All these guys are so young that obviously we can't tell yeah, he you know, how much. But I thought that was my sleeper pick. I'm like, man, somebody needs to pick him just because he's going to develop and be great. Rough watching him play for Atlanta mm. so far. Rough. Uh, Cam Johnson with the Suns. I think he's like... 30 years old who's at UNC for 8 years they let him shoot man. <laughs> they, they just, let they him go the ball. they let him go uh, PJ Washington who has been a huge surprise I don't see here's my thing that would have been my if I wasn't dumb and, and said that about uh, Cam Cam yeah I would say man I watching him play because he was at Kentucky right yeah yep he was just you know it was kind of the same thing like they, he, he, they ran a lot of stuff for him but I just thought man if he could work on his actual like agility and speed and stuff like he He's a bigger guy. Yeah, yeah, he's huge. But he's actually knocking down shots, shots yeah, in the league now, and he's he's he, he's really that that Charlotte team is so. I tell you this all the time. It's so it's definitely my league pass team to watch. They're yep, so I fun. Agree. But he's actually playing really well. He definitely. I was not surprised, but definitely a a like a pleasant surprise. You know what I mean? A pleasant yeah. surprise that he's doing so well. Yeah, I agree. So when the uh, Elite Eight Final Four was in Kansas City, I actually went to the Kentucky Auburn game when I, I was there for the weekend. And Spencer, my buddy in Kansas City, and I bought tickets and, and went. Um, and I, I, God, I, I want to say that that PJ had a really good game, but I can't remember. But I, even then, I was like, man, I don't know if he's going to play. And then I remember like the f- his first like 10 games in the league, he was 
killing it. He was dropping. He had like thirty point games a couple, yeah. of them. and even now he's still playing well. So uh, that's cool to see. Tyler Hero from also from Kentucky has been yeah. in Miami doing pretty well. Yeah, very well. Uh, so cool he might to be that. the biggest surprise out of this whole lottery. Honestly. That's true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think he might be the guy that everybody's kind of like, oh yeah, man, cool. That's the thirteenth pick. He's probably been one of the be- yeah. better players. And then Romeo Romeo Langford. I think he's hurt. He's yeah, I don't even know if I've seen him. Yeah, he's definitely in the G League. I know for sure, but I think he got hurt like in training camp or something and just hasn't played yet. So we haven't seen Zion play, so I, I would say that eliminates him from our our. Picks. Oh, he's just not pickable. Because I mean, he he would be the clear number one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He'd be clear number one. Okay. So so then you're going John, ja, no doubt about it. Yeah, John, ja, my number one, and my number two is PJ. Interesting. I like that, but I gotta switch it up for you. I'm going. I, from what I've seen so far, I think that Tyler Hero could really ball out. I think mm. I like Tyler Hero, and um, I I I, I want to pick. Um, I I, I want to go PJ for my two because I I saw I watched a lot of him play Kentucky. Yeah, actually. Yeah, I guess I like this, his game. This this like draft for the maybe like the next or these past two years is like guys that were looking forward to the careers where we, where we could see him going. So yeah, 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 that's interesting. Maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, I guess the only, the so like for Ja the the. The road to success is he needs to get a better jumper. Has to like he gets he gets the rim whenever he wants and dunks over people because he's crazy but he athletic. Needs, but he needs a jumper. But that also goes into the that role the 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 look, kind of luck of the team because he needs to be able to pass to people who can yeah, make shots. Yeah, the team is, and the Grizzlies just don't have that. But yeah, and but also I mean looking forward on the Grizzlies, him and Jaron Jackson and Brandon sure. Clark, they got a solid right uh, solid group. So we'll, we'll hit on PJ. How you know moving forward into the future. What? How does he get better? So Josh has needs to learn to shoot. How does PJ get better? Post game, maybe you think? I I don't know if he needs to post up bigger, get bigger, more. bulk up. Well, he's he's a pretty big he's guy pretty right big now. Guy. Yeah, I I just think that uh, honestly, I, I think you just keep working on your spot up shooter. If he if he can stretch and yeah. just hang out there in the corner, like which he's already shown that he can hit down shots. I mean, you're you're consistent. You know, he shoots thirty. You know, whatever seven plus percent yeah. from the three, like you're going to be solid. Yeah, man. that's what you need. Yeah, and then uh, Tyler Hero. I mean, I don't. Maybe I mean, just if you're going to like nitpick things, defense. But it, I think he's the perfect guy. You know, if you're defense running screens and just knock down uh, screenshots. Uh, yeah, and I would say just the other thing that from what I've watched, which is a decent amount of heat ball, would be uh, NBA like playing knowledge of the NBA because it is a different game. It's yeah, faster. It's faster. Yeah, just being. Smart out there, you yeah. know, and which I, I think he definitely is and has the ability to do for sure. Yeah. So that I mean that wraps up the decade right there. Can we before we leave 2019? Do you know who? I don't think he broke the record, but tied the record for the Miami Heat most three pointers made in a game last night. Most three in a game tied the. I think he tied. I don't think he officially broke the record. Well, the whoever has the most threes, it's ten. By the way. In the my for ten. for the Miami Heat franchise, it's ten. Is it a um, the guy? The I don't. Guy, th- I don't think it's the name that I would think. Guy playing last night in the game tied the record. You're right. Yeah, I'm talking about who had it though. I don't know who had it. All right. So, oh, you don't know who? No, had who, it? who who oh. tied the record in the game last night? Who tied the three in? Oh, I know who it was. Uh, Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you don't listen. I, I <laughs> You're watch just so funny. Duncan uh, Robinson, right? Yeah. When I watched him play at Michigan, yeah, Michigan. Yep. I listen. I thought he was really great, a yeah. college player. I just didn't know if he could translate. But he, the other thing, I don't know if you watched all his highlights, but he wasn't just sitting there shooting. He was throwing oops. He was yeah. playmaking, passing, and he's he's really solid. Yeah, I thought that was the most interesting thing. I think yeah. I turned the game on when it went to overtime because I had money on the Heat and I wanted to see, you know, just watch overtime. And I was like, what? 
he has thirty, like he has like thirty three points, and I was like, what is happening right yeah. now? Like I, he was, like I said, the same way. I liked watching him in college, but I was like, there's no way this guy's gonna make it in the NBA. The yeah. game is too fast. Yeah, he's too, uh, he's he's slow. He doesn't really do. Uh, well, he's a good shooter, thing. but man, he was on fire last night. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think he really worked on that stuff because that I would say that coming out too. But I think he's really got to bounce to his step now. Yeah, he, he doesn't look like move. the same guy. No. Yeah, he looks like a completely different. See, guy. See, that's the crazy thing about the NBA. You know, you get these players that we talked about in the early on drafts that just look so dominant and beastly in all these other levels, and then they get to the NBA and their game just doesn't translate. And you have people like Duncan Robinson and all these other names that we've kind of named who you can tell just stayed in the gym and worked so hard to develop yeah, their stuff. And it, you you kind of wonder, yeah, the game's different, the speed's different, but it also comes into your situation, like you said, but also the work ethic that's going oh, yeah, into for it. Sure. You know, how hard are you really going to push to develop? You know, yeah. And there's a whole lot of second rounders that turned out to be all... NBA teamers that we're not even thinking about. And yeah. it's just like, maybe that's the mentality of, I, I'm not a lottery pick, but I'm just going to work extra, extra hard to, to get to that point one day. So it's, that's why the NBA is just fascinating, man. Yeah, absolutely. So I asked the question at the beginning, um, are there all time guys on this list that we're going to look back and say, man, that, that guy is a, we'll, we'll say like top 20 guy in the NBA, in NBA history, in the NBA history. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you know, going through it all, I'm not sure that I can. I think the only, I think there's like three out of guys everything that, have a shot. that. Okay, so Giannis, yeah, was one of them. He's the 15. He was the 15th pick, Giannis. And so okay, so all my guys are really outside of the lottery because like yeah. the, the names that come to mind for me are Giannis, uh, Kwai, who was in the other draft, and honestly, that's really all that's coming to me. Who 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 comes to mind for you? So I had Giannis, Kwai, and maybe it's too early, but Doncic. So Doncic. Okay, well, yeah, sure. Maybe it's so too So but he's the only one that was actually a actually in the lottery pick. See, yeah. that is wild. Yeah, the rest, I mean, the rest of the guys are like, I mean, there could definitely be like some Hall of Fame players in here. You know, if Anthony Davis wins like three. Oh, AD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AD will be a top 20. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, he's for sure going to be added to that list. So, yeah, I think it's, there's definitely guys like Paul George is not a top 20 guy in NBA history, I don't think. He could probably be a Hall of Famer if he wins like two or three, you know, uh, championships, but. I don't think he's a top 20 guy either way. Okay. I hear what you're saying. I personally, I, I agree with you 100%, but I, I would put AD into that, that possibility for me. Yeah, I think, he's, I think it's possible. I think he definitely has to win like a couple of championships with, in, in LA to, to have, a, to have a, even a chance at, at okay. making the top 20. But okay. I think if I think it's true, uh, it's just so interesting. Oh, Clay. You think Clay's a top 20 guy? Top 30? Man, I don't know. That's interesting. I mean, he's definitely, we know, there's no doubt that he's a top. 20 shooter, yeah, but a player that's I don't know. Uh, that is an interesting conversation. He's definitely got the rings, he's got the shooting percentage, he's got the I don't know. Actually, I would be interested to see like what his total points are. I don't know if he scores that many points. He yeah, just has his percentages are amazing. Yeah, that's, that's a great that, that's conversation. A, that's a good, yeah, that's a good sure. starting point to, to sure. think. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, he would probably be. I mean, he's one of the top shooters of all time for sure and plays really, really good, like probably the best defensive player on those teams, on those Warriors teams. and yeah, that that'd be an interesting one. I'd have to like really sit down and see who like who is in the top twenty right now and see if he would even bump any of those people. Yeah. But uh, so we would probably say there's two for sure with Giannis and Kawhi that are probably going to get top twenty, and then Doncic is on the way. Definitely. Okay. So before we get out of here, do you have any closing remarks on the NBA decade draft on the on the NBA decade as a whole? You know, from 2010 to 2019, what, what would you like to say on the NBA? Well, it's just interesting even naming the names that came out of college or the Euro leagues or wherever they came from. I think you can just honestly tell if you go through like we did and kind of name out names. 
I think you can tell how the positions and players yeah. of basketball have changed. We have all these guys that we thought were like real legitimate post players and people who were big in college and overpowered people. And now we see all these people that we would pick now. They're all crafty. They're quick. They're shooting. They're not necessarily, there's nobody's posting up. We're not worried about anybody really overpowering. You know, we're talking about these guys who are more skilled, finessed than just straight ram at home. Like I think some of the older drafts were. So I think that's probably the biggest thing that sticks out to me. The other thing is, it's just always interesting to me, and we've named it before, but talking about these guys who I saw play in college and was no doubt in my mind, this so-and-so is going to play great and either dominate or have a solid role in the NBA and just nowhere to be seen. That happens all the time. You also have the reverse of that. like People like Dame, he was picked on six. It's like, Okay, this guy from Weber yeah. State, like yeah, cool, we, whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. Turns out to just be one of the best players in the league. Now. Yeah, you know, absolutely. definitely a top ten guy. So, or I don't know, def- top fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely made all all NBA. So, so I, I think those are the two biggest standouts. Just the, the the games. I feel like you could say about the sports all if you follow a certain sport. Yeah, you can probably say it about everything. But it's different about basketball because you only have five guys on the floor at a time, and your max roster only has what. Technically, you can only have twelve suitable players. Yeah, I think, twelve. Yeah, twelve on the bench. Suited. and Three. Yeah, three guys that so, aren't dressed. It, you really limit it down. I mean, what they you know they they call the NBA. It's so fascinating because they call it like a almost like a club because there's only yeah. the same amount of people that we went to high school with. Yeah. three to four hundred people. That's it. You know, and uh, it's crazy to think about that. So it's the position changes, and it's interesting to see where those drafts and and the, the type of players that are drafted high as we move oh, yeah. forward too. Because are they going to keep? Are they just going to go straight shooters, shooters, shooters? Shooters and point guards, basically. Who knows? Yeah, I think that's uh, just to piggyback off what you're saying. You know, it's interesting to look back at how the you know you look at Cole Aldrich was taken in 2010 in the lottery. Guy couldn't shoot at all. Was a big man, post guy, couldn't do anything. Played good defense. And now you have uh, you know guys in 2008, 2018, like Jaron Jackson, three point shooter, pretty good on the block, skinny, like you know has to grow into his body. So it's just interesting to see how the game changes how the pace of the game has changed. I would say it's for sure gotten like faster. I feel like guys are just bigger, faster, stronger every year, uh, more points. And it's, it's just interesting to look back and see, you know, how the game has changed from slow it down, work the clock. Now it's, you know, when you get a back in the day, you get a, a fast break, you take the layup. Now guys are flaring to the corners, three pointers. It's all three pointers, yeah. you know, f- three pointers and free throws. So it's just interesting to see, how the game ebbs and flows, and it'll be interesting to see, you know, where the next decade takes us in the 2020s. Who knows? Definitely Could be anything. I, and I want my um, last kind of—I don't know if it's a side note or or, or whatever closing pick, remark. But yeah, closing remark. I just shout out to the to the could be uh, for the Denver Nuggets. I just want to mm. I just want to throw something out there. Yeah, <laughs> what we went through was our lottery picks. There's a couple of things. Just. This is what potentially the Nugs roster could look like right mm. now. Okay, we could have Jamal Murray, uh, Donovan Mitchell at, at the two. We would have um, Rudy, Rudy Gobert, the big man. We'd still have Joker because he was picked as the forty-first pick yeah. in the second round, who is yeah. their star now. And just think about then after that, right outside or right at the end of that is Michael Porter Jr. Mm. What a roster that could have been. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. seriously, man. Yeah. And in the mix of that, we traded Dougie McBuckets for Gary Harris. Gary so Harris, Gary Harris yeah. could even technically be thrown in there too. Yeah, we six didn't, man. They yeah. weren't interacted with that. So, <sighs> yeah, crazy. Well, this was pre 2010, but the Timberwolves passed on 
Steph Curry twice. So Johnny uh, Flynn though. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah. Gotta love Johnny Flynn. Yeah. That could be a whole other podcast. What Syracuse you, guys you, that I love. Do you have any regard uh last thoughts on, 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 on the decade draft? Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, it was one of the most interesting and, and fun things was just looking back and writing down all these names and just being like, man, it was so interesting to watch that guy in college. Oh man. It was so funny to see how that game translated. And just seeing and like we talked about before, just seeing the overall talent as as the decade has gone on, the talent has gotten better, it seems like. And it just seems like guys now I mean, I guess I guess it's because they are. They are almost molded and crafted for today's NBA. Yeah. You know, all these guys that watch Steph Curry pre pre draft, now they're like, Oh, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, he's seven foot. He's coming in shooting three pointers. And, you know, guys, it's just so interesting to watch and I can't wait. We're we are both huge NBA fans and I know I for one I'm sure you're the same way can't wait to see where the 2020s takes us because all these guys you know that are all-time players LeBron even I mean even Steph like he, they're getting older so they're gonna start yeah losing a step they're gonna start you know we're watching guys like Dirk Duncan Vince Carter somehow is still playing which yeah. God only knows how that's happening yeah, yeah. but the, those guys are starting to to retire and you know they're getting their their Hall of Fame and everything but it's gonna be interesting to see who takes over those spots. And it's already coming to fruition with Giannis and Doncic. I mean, those two guys sure. are probably the face of the NBA the next 10, yeah. 12 years. Sure. So my last question kind of goes into a little bit of that, what you're saying. Do you have any one, let's just say one person, anybody for the 2020 draft that you really have your eyes on? Oh, that's like coming up? Yeah. Is anybody uh, on the radar right now? That's I know it's thing. early. I honestly haven't watched. So I, I used to, I'm, I even last year, I was really big into college basketball. I love college basketball. Um, and this year, I don't think I've watched one game of college basketball, um, which is interesting. But I do like, you know, Cassius Winston from Michigan State sure. is, is interesting and, and fun. But he's one of those guys that I could see his game not translating just because he's so small. Yeah. Um, I'm really bummed out that James Wiseman isn't able to I play. Think, so I think that, because, that God, that guy was a monster. But I think that's going to be, I think that is the story, though. Because yeah. if he actually sticks with it and sticks with his training and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, he can come back. And, and it's not a no brainer, but. Like to pick him, by the way. Yeah, we know that. But I, I think he yeah, very interested to see him play in the league because I think he can he can come back to Memphis uh, next year. I don't think he's he's not suspended the whole year. I don't think. Yeah, I think it's only. I, I don't think since he technically played a game, can he go straight? To, he doesn't have to like wait another year for the league. No, no, he can go. Yeah, he's good. yeah, he can go. He's for sure going to be a lottery pick. I yeah, mean, yeah, absolutely. One, so, but I I was just wondering if he's going to come back and play for Memphis like when they get into oh, the conference tournament. I would love to see him play. Like, oh just yeah, to, like I mean, watch it, the games that I did watch him play. Now, granted, he was playing against like smaller schools, but that he was so interesting and so fun to watch. Um, it, so it'll be interesting to see if he does come back and play for Memphis, and I hope he does because I would love to see him. Yeah, actually play and, and get a chance at, at number one because. I mean, like I said, I haven't watched a whole lot of NBA, but nobody else really jumps out to me as as, as anybody. So, do you have anybody off your list besides Wiseman, or are you just Did, just a question you had? Well, right now that that's 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 my guy that I think is going to be a, a legit uh, powerhouse for yeah. somebody to look for. But you know, like the basketball season is not even halfway over yet either. Yeah. So we got plenty of time. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what college will start popping off here pretty soon. With, yeah. Once it, once you get into the conference games and like games actually start mattering, where you have top twenty five teams playing yeah. each other, that's when it really gets good. Yeah, and I know that the other guy to look out for is somebody who I've seen through high school all the time. Is um, I forget his name, the last name Cassius from Duke. Uh, the other. Oh Cassius. yeah, he. Uh, he just he jumped, just got hurt. He I know. just jumps out of the gym, so uh, I mean, he could be very fun to watch. I forget his name. Stanley. 
Cassius Stanley? Is that, that sounds right. I don't know. But I know I just I know that he just got hurt. That was like a knee injury or something. So hopefully it's not too serious. But we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Did you see that alley oop he had like at the beginning yeah. of the year? That, that was amazing. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So uh with that, we're gonna get out of here. Who makes your all NBA decade squad? Let us know. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We should be on all the social media platforms. Uh shoot us a message, DM, you know, whatever you want to do. We're we're always looking to interact with people. Have an idea for the pod or just want to chat with us, shoot us an email, goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. That's goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. Make sure to check out anythingbutcredible.com. You can get all of the Going Off Topic podcasts as well as all the Going Off Topic blogs. And you know, you can always find the Anything But Credible podcast on there as well. Those guys are like 100 and almost 170 episodes, I think. So make sure to check them out. Stay up to date with what they have going on. Uh, check out podcastmode.com as well. You can find all of the Missouri-based podcasts there. A lot of good content coming out from the Show Me State. So check it out. Shout out to Visit Beats for the intro and outro groove. And as always, keep it off topic. <laughs>